Today's chat is brought to you by, well, all of your support. Through the patronage you provide the Focus Fire chat team through Podbean's crowdfunding, we are able to provide you with the weekly podcast as well as the website and other aspects of Focus Fire chat. If you have any interest in becoming a patron of the FFC, please be sure to visit our website and click on the support link. Even a single dollar helps. And for those of you who are already patrons, thank you again for your generosity. You may have heard the whispers of guardians gathering in the shadows, exploring the mysteries of this world and the worlds which surround us. We are all in search of truth. Sometimes we need to focus that search, focus that fire. And so we come together. Join us. Join the discussion. Welcome to Focused Fire Chat. Welcome to Focus Fire Chat, recorded live on December 6, 2019, over on twitch.tv slash focusfirechat. As always, I want to give a big shout out to our live chat here with us tonight. Thank you so much for joining us once again. This week's episodes are going to be focused around exploring the universe of Greedfall. So this particular episode will serve as what we have come to call the intro session of the week's exploration. Before we go any further, however, let's run through a quick introduction of who all we have with us on the show. As always, this is your host, Blue Crew 86 And this is your retail happy co-host, Green-Eyed Music Lover. And last but definitely not least in the hot seat as guest co-host, we have our good friend Azrael7. Azrael, how are you doing? I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging in there. It's, it's nice. kind of been a night, but, you know, it's all working out I, in the I end, hear you. so... It's a Friday, right? Yeah. It, is, that, is, that, is that a good thing for it's, you? Uh, I know sometimes it's not always a good thing. Well, take it how you will, but I tried to take tonight and tomorrow off. And all my manager did was like, we're just going to rearrange your schedule and you're still working tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, well, thanks. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Yes, I, I've tried to take days off and she just rearranges my schedule. She lets other people take days off. And I'm like, do you have a grudge against me or something? Like, come <laughs> but, on. But why? But why? Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's a good compliment saying yeah. that you are just so good of a worker that she just can't do it without you. <laughs> Yeah. Green Green that's, might that's have the... an opinion on this situation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, everybody at my work, there's twenty of us that are hired. All twenty work on Saturdays. Like That's fair. There's like, I mean, no yeah. one gets off. Yeah. Which I mean, I guess I, I don't know. Like when we did when I was in the retail branches uh on the retail side instead of the support side, um, we had similar we always flipped so like everyone we'd always have like i think it was i think it was like two two weekends every month every everyone had to work every like two weekends each and so it was just Mm -hmm. like and usually like usually it was like you had one weekend and then you had the next off and then you had one weekend um like now that we're on now that i'm on the support side you know technically we're not on duty mm-hmm. but anytime any moment you can get a phone call and it's like hey this blew up so you, you know the f- interesting thing is is that i've worked retail before and it this always seems to do this but holidays you have black friday craziness you have like cyber monday craziness and then by wednesday everything slows down yeah except they've extended all the cyber monday stuff I was yeah, talking but to nobody's I was coming talking to, in on Oh, I guess that's like, true, mm. yeah, because Cyber Monday, yeah. I was talking to someone the other day about like how it's just gotten to the point where it's like there's not a Black Friday anymore, it's like the Black Week. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like I mean, I started getting emails for deals that are like this is the pre Black Friday. I'm like, dude, it's like two weeks away. Like what are you what are you doing? Like, right. Man. Yeah. It, but yeah. I just don't set I just don't go into stores that week like i like you were saying i no i'd rather keep my life and not go to the hospital yeah oh Oh. you know what it seems like it's not as big a deal anymore because everybody shops online so it's less Mm. and less that you have people running into running into like best buy or walmart or wherever to get the big tvs also fun fact if you don't know this 
manufacturers actually make stuff specifically for Black Friday weekend. It's not as good as the normal price stuff. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. have made a made it a rule of thumb not to uh, just not to do anything on that Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday, Monday. Just nope. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Yeah, if I'm with Back if I'm, I'm if I'm at like on vacation with family like we were this this year, I'm asleep. <laughs> like I'm like you know, no, I'm just gonna sleep. I'm gonna take the advantage of being where someone's watching the minion, and I'm gonna go to sleep. <laughs> Stay but, home in your comfy pants and grind out Destiny. Yeah. That that's my go-to yeah. on those on that weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, usual introductory question for you, Azrael. Where can we find you on the internet? Um, I'm pretty much a lurker right now. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Azrael Seven. I haven't posted anything. I really only got it to keep up with you guys and take part in polls. So you kind of ruined the social media blackout i had so if you're special we corrupted (laughs) him yes you corrupted me (laughs) but otherwise i'm on uh discord uh, under the same name i could probably be found there pretty often nice cool well we'll be sure to get those linked over in our show notes as always with the lorenetwork.com uh when the when the deep dive segment or the advanced session goes live this week uh green i don't know do you have any of your your infamous crazy questions not so much infamous but just more of a curiosity greenfall is a fairly new game correct and i'm curious because you you were actually the one to reach out to us about doing this topic and we we didn't even do a poll for this topic so i kind of wanted to get why and I, this is kind of sliding into the yeah no definitely episode a little yeah, bit definitely. too but like why why this game? What what drew you into this game? Like, what was the passion that brought you in? Well, uh, you could say that I stumbled into it accidentally, uh, just perusing YouTube, and I was like, "Oh, let's see if there's any new trailers for any new games." And I stumbled into that, and I was like, "Okay, this looks pretty cool." And I looked into it, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is a little bit like Destiny, just a little bit with mm-hmm. more of the the choice aspect of it." And I've 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 loved fantasy role playing games. Uh, so I'm like, hey, I'll give it a shot. And it turned out to be really, really good, actually, for a double nice. A I... game. It's not triple A, it's it's double A. Yeah, this yeah. is their first game, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, well, no, not the... They, Spiders, have put out several games, but this is the more, okay. um, popular of their games. Okay, okay. Because I, I don't it's a French publisher, right? Yes, it's, it's so a French you're, publisher. Or, yeah. Because I hadn't, I, I mean, I'll, on it, I'll be honest, I haven't even heard of the the group until I, I think I stumbled on, I think it was the same for me. I stumbled on one of the early trailers back in, was it E3 of 17? 17, it would have been 17, yeah. Yeah. And it was like, I was watching the, the trailer and I was like, man, this thing looks pretty cool. And then, of course, I get sucked into Destiny right. again, mm-hmm. you know, as it does. And I'm like, oh, I don't have time for another immersive game. But, like, I, I remember watching it. I'm like, I'm going to have to keep an eye on this one because it look it does look, it's, it reminded me good. a lot of um, Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. uh, like, as far as, like, the look. Yeah, kind of I did. would I would agree with that. Just, it's not all that sneaky sneaky around you don't right, have a sneaky right. up button to uh insta kill people which is disappointing oh so <laughs> i when i was reading through stuff on it it really comes across as almost a skyrim like and i know it's not necessarily open world but it, it's the play how you want that was Correct. the thing i saw yeah. people very, talk about all the time it's a pseudo open world the maps are pretty okay. big but uh it's very pseudo open world Okay. Blue. Yeah. Well, so let's run through our standard housekeeping notes real quick. Um, and then I'm going to just basically hand it right back over to Azrael to, to get into the intro session. Um, real quick, though, I did before we run through our intro notes. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone for sticking with us. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, we know that the break that we took was kind of a last minute announcement, but it was much needed. And. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was much needed. It was much needed. Um, we really appreciate, and we really appreciate you guys sticking with us and being patient and giving us a a bit of a breather um, 
I think green kind of forced my hand because I was just I got into a habit of not even thinking about taking breaks. And it was one of those things where it's like, nope, we're going to take a break. And it was like, I think it was the first week in that we were in it. I remember messaging green being like, thank you for mm-hmm. for smacking me and making me actually look up and take care of, you know, me. Um, but again, not only, not only did I get a message from you, I got one from Anna. Too. Yeah. Yeah. My wife might have been a little happy that I didn't have. I, I wasn't running on two hours of sleep for the entire weekend. Um, but, you know, and it just made me really realize, you know, hey, guys, burnout's real. Uh, you know, we 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 say that a lot. And, I and, you know, it's just one of those things that this one this one hit close to home because it actually was the case. Uh, I will say also that I've had a lot of good conversations offline with a couple new people that were looking to possibly bring on for the website aspect. Uh, I'm really actually getting excited to to make a few announcements with that when we get those ironed out. Um, I think 2020 is going to actually be a really cool year for for that side of the not just the podcast but also the lore network in general. So keep an eye out on that. Um, keep if you don't already follow the lore network over on Twitter, uh, be sure to jump over there and give that give us a follow on that channel as well um, because we will be. The idea is I'm hoping to maybe even start branching out into other games other than just Destiny. So if you have other things like Greedfall or any of the extra lore series that we have done in the past, um, that will be that will be a good place to to keep an eye on. But uh, like I said, we're going to run through standard housekeeping notes and then we'll give right back over to Azrael. Our last episode was a discussion over the capabilities of light. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to let us know by giving us a shout over on Twitter, leaving a comment on Podbean, or sending us a quick email at focusfirechat at gmail.com. Reviews or comments on where we can improve are always welcome. They let us know what we can do better to create a more enjoyable experience for everyone. To all who have sent feedback or left us a review, thank you. As many of you are aware, Focus Fire Chat is a community in which we offer the chance to dive into lore from within various titles and mediums, with a special focus on the Destiny universe. Every Friday at about 10pm Central, the podcast team gets together to stream a summary of the chosen topic for that week. The hope for this is to help encourage dives into aspects of game lore within both our Discord server and within the other communities we share the digital world with. If you're a fan of lore in all its various forms, be sure to also check out thelorenetwork.com a central hub for content that covers a wide variety of different titles and mediums. Our full show notes for each week's topics will be posted here, so for the additional information or guest details, be sure to check the site out. Next week's topic is going to be the lore book aspect. That being said, however, we still want to hear your thoughts about this week's topic, so be sure to weigh in over on Discord, and don't be shy in tagging any of the team in on the conversation. We can't wait to read what your thoughts are. But for now, let's get back to the show. Azrael, what we where we, where's the best place for us to start do you think um well the best place to start in my opinion is to go through uh the factions of each uh group uh that you meet in the first little i guess introduction to the game okay so there's six is there there's six factions just ru- Okay. Well, hang on, hang on, real quick. So, just just to re, just to make a clear statement too, I know we had talked about this. I wanted to make it obvious to other people there are going to be spoilers, right? Uh, for not for so, the, not so much for the introductory. Okay, I would okay, cool, say cool. Maybe minor spoilers. Okay, 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 cool. I just did want to. I didn't wanted to call it out it, just because I remember. I remember you and I chatted about that. Yeah, correct. That's more of the advanced uh, got it, got session okay. where we go in depth on kind of each companion that's related to the factions oh okay 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 cool so there will be minor spoilers probably in this session if any at all but it it gets to major spoilers uh, in the advanced session perfect cool awesome all right so clans there's six of them Correct. There's six of them. Uh, in when you you start uh, the game in New in Serene, uh, which is the I guess the capital you would call it of the 
the Congregation of Merchants, which mm-hmm. is your players' faction. You play as a Desardet, who's the nephew of Prince D'Orsay, who's the the leader, the prince prince merchant of of the of the congregation. Okay. So we we're experiencing the world through how do you say his name one more time? De Sarde. De Sarde. And if I switch over oh. and call him uh Sardine, it's because he we'll we'll <laughs> we'll get to why I call him that a little bit later. So keep that in the back of your mind, but I yeah, I he's you know he's going to be forever called Sardine by either Blue or myself now. <laughs> It, it works. It works. That is I, way easier. Wait, a nickname that's based in food? I'm on it. Well, totally supporting is, this plan. So, a little bit of a tangent, not too big, but when I was going over to Reddit to participate in the conversations there, I literally called myself Sir D. Sardine, just because mm-hmm. it, that name just cracks me up every time I, I uh, say it. It's just, it's so close to Sardé that it they say one and it's it comes out easy. as the other and I'm like oh well oops it's it's too easy it's like a pancake it's fine pancakes totally a pancake and enchilada best thing ever and Cladius and Pahannon <laughs> but you know the fact that you called it pancake on the lore panel anyway we should get back to <laughs> yes Redfall. but uh before we go too deep into uh the congregation uh, we should probably mention that uh, the game itself s- takes place in a very 17th century kind of Europe culture. Mm-hmm. So there's it it draws heavily on that era of muskets and swords, but nothing like we see today. Okay, so if we were to pick another like franchise or anything, would it be similar to Assassin's Creed Syndicate time yeah. period or... Okay. Just less of the, the cowls. There's no really hoods in in this game, which is sad. Okay. But some of the hats are pretty cool, I'll, I'll tell you that. Nice hat time. But okay, so we have we start in Serene in I'm assuming kind of a French style um seventeenth yes. century area and And you basically you said- run around the town meeting all these other factions. Minus the natives, because you don't meet the natives until you go to Tierfredi, mm-hmm. and that's where you meet them for the first time. So that's the only faction that isn't on uh, the continent where Serene is located. Okay. But anyway, so the uh, the congregation, they're very neutral when it comes to the other uh, four factions on the continent. The the uh, With the Coin Guard, Teleme... The Bridge Alliance and the Knots; those are the other factions that are you meet in Serene. So they maintain a very neutral standpoint, which makes sense since they're uh, they're merchants. Mm-hmm. They sell stuff to other people, and you can't really sell stuff if you've got hostile connections with another faction. Obviously, is there a bit of a competition that you see with them? Is that part of the- kind of the the initial story as you see a bit of competition or uh, is it a fairly with the congregation amicable? there isn't much conflict with the others but you do okay. see conflict with a few other ones in within the game since you're promoted to a legate at the beginning of the game you're basically the head diplomat sent to uh tier for D. okay so you're settling arguments between everybody else really you get to be the runner boy, the message boy. You do a lot of running, and I will say it is very nice that they have an infinite sprint in that game because it would nice. suck walking everywhere. It got to the point I'm like, just add horses, please. Mm-hmm. So you have the congregation of merchants. You do kind of a liaison type thing between all the different merchants. What about some of the other factions? Because that's only one of the s- one of the six, six correct? Yes. So they're how they kind of relate to the other factions is they hire the coin guard to protect 
than between the other factions, uh, between interactions with mm-hmm. Telemi and the Bridge Alliance specifically, because they're going, they're going at it to say the least. They they don't like each okay. other, but that's based on their beliefs. So they hire out Mercenary the Coin Guard, killed. and and the Coin Guard are mercenaries. They're the only faction that uh-huh. are mercenaries, trained with weapons and stuff to the point of they monopolized it, which is dangerous. And you see that later on, how dangerous that can it's become. It's a mafia. Yeah. Are they organized at all, or it, is it just kind of a bunch of cutthroats? No, they're organized with, uh, okay. I guess, barracks in every city faction. Okay. I'm just thinking through my head comparisons through, like, Skyrim, because it can't help it. Just the, um, what's the name of the sword Dark faction? The... Well, no, I'm thinking more soldier-like. The, the oh, military uh, the blade, one. or the, not the blades. The blades. Are yeah. you thinking the blades? Yeah, the blades. I am then, thinking the blades. Yeah, then there's the adventuring guild too. But yeah, the blades were the secret fighters, and the fighters guild and all that. Fighters guild. Yep. Okay. So coin guard. They're the military is esque group yes. that is keeping people safe. Correct. For a little bit of coin. Mm-hmm. I give you protection. I give you protection. Right. They or make offers you, you can't. They make offers you can't refuse. Mm-hmm. And then the next one looks like a Thalmor kind of thing. F in so much as Thel- Thelame? 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 Yeah, it, it it's up. French is weird. I will say that it it gets worse when it comes to the natives. I promise. It it gets worse. Yay! So just expect a lot of mispronunciations for the natives. It it okay. gets it gets hard. Okay. So what is that group? The t- tell me. Tell- it's okay. I I can correct you as many times as it needs. Yeah, I appreciate that because yeah, it's it's one of those words where you have to hear it to be able to pronounce it. Okay. But the the t- the Tleme are more of a. A religious group that are that built themselves off the teachings of Saint Matthias, who taught that okay. group light magic. Are we going to get into magic systems within this? A, a little, little bit. bit. I know that's okay. When we discuss in depth on Desarde, I'll get into the different kind of aspects of what abilities you can use with magic and muskets and all that kind of stuff. Cool. All right. So you have kind of the religious faction. Correct. The military faction and then the merchant group. Yes. I'm totally um, stuck there... on the fact that you get to play a magic sardine. Correct. And <laughs> the best part I about magic. Chat, chat, chat's over here just going, just let Blue pronounce everything. I'm like, ah, that's <laughs> going to be bad. Yeah. I'd like to see you try, though, okay. to be honest. Oh, God. But uh, with Teleme, they, they base themselves with magic, primarily light. And you wear armor to protect yourself from the physical aspect. Light magic says, ah, nah, I'm not putting up with that and bypasses the armor. So armor is useless when going up against people with magic. Okay. So that's something that's interesting. So let's so, see here. As a side sect, the, they have an inquisition called the Ordo Luminous. Because why not? They have to. It's... it's, it's what they do is secret, a, let's say that. I mean, okay. they're they're known. You can go apply and stuff. But what they do is a little bit dirty when it comes to Tier for D. They kidnap and torture natives who don't. Oh. They're like, you want to be part of our religion? No? Okay, we'll torture you until you say yes. Okay, remind me. The natives are not necessarily part of uh, Serene. That's the It's a different look. Green. That's That's the Thalmor. I know, but okay. like that's what I, that's why that's why I compared them because I I may have actually done a little bit of reading up before we started this one. Um, so the natives are not necessarily part of Serene. Nope. That's in a different location. That's, that's on a different continent entirely. Correct. Okay. Okay. So they go off and they torture them um, for kicks or for a particular reason or well are they just jerks? Without getting into spoilers. Without getting into spoilers, they have motivation too. They have okay. very heavy motivation of why they think that the native should convert. Okay. So they're kind of the jerky Inquisition types. We have, just kind of going back, the merchants, the, the mercenaries, the religious uh, 
fanatics. They they're as well as not fanatics. Well, more I would say more the general populace of Teleme are they're just religious. When it comes to the Ordo Luminous, that's where you get okay. the fanatics and the extremists. Right, extremism from. Okay, so then after that you have Bridge Alliance. Correct, and Teleme and Bridge Alliance they are not on good terms because the Bridge Alliance focuses on science and technology. And in the eyes of Teleme, they think they've abandoned God, in a sense. Okay. So it's that traditional God versus science mentality in this game, which is mm-hmm. which is really interesting, I think, in, in just in general, that they would put that in there. It's a good trope. I mean, it's just kind of one you see a lot anymore. It's just the... You see science buck up against the religious groupings. But... Um... So they're kind of an arcanist, ar- arcanist, arcan, arcan. Oh gosh, blue D and D help. Oh yeah, it's an arcanist. Talking about okay. you're talking about yeah, like the the wizard, the wizard tech. Yeah, I mean not yeah. necessarily with magic, but like more of an actual like an alchemist scientific. Is an alchemist just science? They can be. Okay. Well, right. alchemy is I mean, is something they, it, they focus on. So yeah, like it depends. <laughs> on what translation you're going with i think i mean okay. the other thing too is like just on a historical note there is like the i don't know yeah i'm not gonna touch that that i have i have a problem because the historical accuracy of the trope is just not present but that's mm-hmm. that's neither here or there and that's gonna get me in trouble with other other individuals so uh the yeah the bridge d- alliance uh, veru's saying yeah it's like a technomancer technomancer okay yeah so the Bridge Alliance doesn't get along with the the starts with a T. Tamales. Tech- <laughs> Tamale. <laughs> Best one yet. Teleme. 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 I'm getting closer. Telling you, it's tamales. It's tamales. My gosh, this is gonna go bad. So they don't get along with those two, but how do they interact with, say, the like the mercenary group and the merchant group? Because we have those other ones as well still around. Correct. So they interact with the coin guard just the same way as the uh, coin guard interacts with the congregation, which is they mm-hmm. hire them out to to protect. So much so that they're they don't have very many coffers to say the least. They they've expended more money, and that's why they're kind of focusing on science and technology to be like look, we have this new thing that we can sell you to help you do this, and people buy it up. Okay. So they're, they're, res- they're resorting to bartering mm-hmm. uh, goods instead of coin. Correct. They they need the money to keep their fight going on with Teleme. That's the only reason they need it. If they weren't fighting Teleme, they would be fine. Okay. And this So on, kind of a grudge it, thing going on. It's very small skirmishes on the continent where Serene is. Mm-hmm. But it's it's more of a cold war. It's more of a war of ideas. It's not all out war. Okay. It's more like that we're makes gonna go sabotage so this new cannon you made or something or whatever. It's not right on the field of battle, killing each other with swords. So after that, we had the the knots. Or is it knots? Knots. Knots. Okay, that one's easy. I just overcomplicated it. It's probably but... the easiest name. I will say that. Mm-hmm. So they're the f- seafaring faction. They're the people who own the seas. Like, they have a monopoly on the sea. Like, there's nobody okay. else who knows how to navigate as well on water as the knots. So they get to kind of basically be in charge of all these, the movement around the different continents, yeah. essentially? Or You want to go to Tierfordy? Well, got to go to the knots. Okay. And the interesting thing with the Knots is there's two separate groups within this faction. Like, they're sub-factions. The Seaborn and the Sea-Gifted. Okay, so the Seaborn, I'm assuming, were born out on the sea. Yep, on a ship. As mm-hmm. kind of, the, gotcha. And then the Sea-Gifted, are they just kind of like the, the muggles that all of a sudden just spout magical powers kind of thing? Uh, Not necessarily born of the sea, but more show promise? It's more of... You want our services? Give us your unborn child. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Which raises which raises conflict in the first, I guess, mission 
with the knots that you mm-hmm. have on new on Serene, which is one of their cabin boys got kidnapped. Well, you find out that uh, the people who kidnapped him were was his family. Like okay, and they broke the contract basically with the knots and taking back their child. And you get the option of do you make them honor the contract or do you leave them as a family? Okay, which is which is interesting. So do the so the knots have rank over all the sea, and these factions just basically have their domain in various aspects, whether it's the merchants, mercenaries, the science buffs, and the what is it the religious um, mystical yeah. side. They've got a monopoly on one aspect, I guess, of society. You could say. So who are the natives then, since that are, that is our last grouping? Well, just before we hit up that, uh, there's one more mm-hmm. thing I want to add about the knots. So every okay. time you, I guess, you rank up in that faction, you go get a new tattoo on your face saying, this is what happened, basically. It's the story of your life on your face. <laughs> okay, so similar in some ways to the Maori yes. in real life. Mm-hmm just tattoo that face so if you have a a bad case of um i don't know seasickness or some less flattering um illness or anything like that that wouldn't necessarily be on no. there. it had to be something fairly significant yeah. like a battle mm-hmm. or correct gotcha and i will say this when it... you help one of the the companions complete his full quest you get the option mm-hmm. of getting a tattoo uh not tattoo but it turns okay. out to be like a goatee it's the most atrocious thing i mean it, it at least you get a beard yeah at least you get something but in my case i have some scruff on my character so i don't even remember if i got the tattoo because my scruff covers it it's like uh, uh oops. if i did it well okay if not well okay i can't see it anyways Mm-hmm. and just a little pointless at that the point. knots have their own capital they have a capital island that's not actually on the continent which is interesting. Okay. It's on an island somewhere their, in the sea. It's their pirating-esque yeah. um, hideaway, getaway, where all the gold is hidden. Maybe not literally, but figuratively. Correct. Okay, so the natives then, after that, if if you are prepared or ready. Yeah, we can move on to I know these guys are pretty, the pretty big. They, there's a lot of clans, and oh boy, do they have some names. Like the clan names okay. are just insane so your first encounter with this group is you're going to see your cousin who's the new governor of new serene so if you heard me stuttering before about serene it's because i tried to put new serene instead of serene because they're so so close it you trip your tongue anyways okay they uh you're going to see your cousin and one of the uh natives comes up and basically confronts you being like oh why are you wearing foreigner clothes in almanawi and you're like wait who are you and you kind of get into this discussion of i'm not from any native clan just like really okay then why do you have a mark on your face which we'll get into later but that's the first encounter you have with the native group and okay one of the reasons you go to the island to tierfordy is to settle disputes between the other factions, but also to search for a cure for the Malachor. That's the the big um, plague-like thing, right? That, That's the the driving force in most of the story? Uh, for the most part, yeah. Okay. It's, it's an underlying theme, but you're mostly settling disputes of this is the right way to cure, or find a cure, or yada, yada, yada. But the main interest everybody has with the natives is because... They seem to have an immunity to it. Okay. So everybody, like the Ordo Luminous, not only is torturing them to convert, but they're like, what's up with your immunity? And same with the uh, the, the Bridge Alliance are kidnapping them as well. Not to uh, convert them, but they actually kill them to dissect them to figure out what the to heck's going on. To try to figure out. Mm-hmm. Scientific research to figure out how they have this immunity. Right, but it's always against their yeah. will. Which right. Is, if you want my opinion on the Bridge Alliance, 
Uh, I'll tell you later. I don't have any good words for them. I don't. I really don't. Interesting. Interesting. So the whole groups, all the different groups in some way, shape, or form are basically trying to figure out how to get rid of this plague. And um, they go about it in some not-so-kosher ways. The the natives are caught in the middle, to say the least. I like Mm -hmm. to joke that it's the... The story of Pocahontas told from John's point of view. Okay. So there's your Disney reference. Yay! Nice. But yeah. You can... T- it's very much okay. that until you hit a major spoiler and you're like, oh, it's not Pocahontas anymore. I'm sure it gets a little darker it, it than gets Pocahontas. A little... Although that story is pretty dark. Like the actual story is pretty dark, but yeah. But, uh, so the translation for the clans, all the clans, I am, I'm sorry, I'm not going to try to pronounce all these. I... I can only pronounce one of them, and I'll tell you why when we get to it. But there's the Red Spears, which one of your companions is from. Okay. Shadow Spirits, Wind Wind Weavers, Storm Warriors, Sat Bearers, Bone Blowers, Guardians of the Heart, and the River Healers. And the only one I can pronounce is the Seaside Nemaeus, because it sounds like Seaside, my name is. Okay. Seaside Manaeus, Mm -hmm. and then if I'm going to kind of give it a a go. Go for it. And I'm sure I'm... uh, Gay gay Rod. That's the Red Spears. Enemon Shadi. Shadow Spirits is that one. The Gay Awelas. Wind Weavers. Which is... Which is a lot more Spanish than I was intending to go in that, but you know, it's okay. Um... Sin Singedin Anidas. Storm Warriors. Which is uh Bereg Noras. Sat bearers. Siskeg Nemaeus. Seaside Nemaeus. It's the only one I can pronounce uh-huh. because of it sounds like Seaside my name is. Like Okay. Best way uh, vol- to go about it. Absolutely. Um vol- vo- Vogele uh Credis Credi. Probably Criday, Criday maybe, and that's the Guardians of the Heart, and then Yigay Srodi. Yeah, man, you can usually bet that most of the G's are silent. Yeah, just not strong in that language at all, but worth a shot. Yeah, there's there's a reason why I don't try. It's just hey, yeah, it, it gets it gets hard when it comes to the natives for certain. They don't necessarily sound French per se, although if somebody speaks French, please feel free to correct me. But from all the French uh, songs that I've had to do in the past, they do not have similar uh, syntax or at least spellings that I'm I'm used to seeing. But, okay, what of these clans, how many were there? There were seven? Seven different clans? How did these clans? Uh, Nine? Oh, eight. Really? Eight. Okay. We both got it wrong. It's it's eight. Nah. It's, it's whatever. Okay. Meet in the middle. It's fine. Um, the how do these guys line up in comparison to the former clans from Serene? So, like I said before, these all these clans are caught in the middle, mainly mm-hmm. between Teleme and the Bridge Faction, the Bridge Alliance, not the faction, but Bridge, the Bridge Faction, because. Those are the two main people who are kidnapping people and torturing their people. So they're going okay. and attacking them. All the clans are. You can guarantee that whatever clan you visit in-game has beef with Teleme and the Bridge Alliance. So how you have in here, each clan has a, a mall or a king or which is like the king or queen or like leader of the mm-hmm. group. Do they function like a king or queen or do they function like a tribal leader? It's more of a tribal leader. The The king okay. or queen aspect only comes in for the high king for the for uniting all the clans under kind of one banner when okay. it's needed. But otherwise... The wise man or wise yeah, woman the of the tribe. Donigod or donigata for uh-huh. plural is the the wise... Man or woman of the tribe, which are the healers, the shamans, the lore keepers, which are kind of more important than the mall. But you can't okay. do that and lead a tribe at the same time, kind of thing. So it's kind of where they split. And these Donigata, all of them will have a birthmark. I quote that because it's not really a birthmark, 
because they link themselves to the land in a specific spot and then they have that mark on their face or on their body is that something that happens naturally or is that something that it's like they take on as part of like a ritual or a branding of some sort it's it's pretty immediate from what i okay can tell is that they link themselves to the land and they get a birthmark kind of situation a, a mark on their face or their body that kind of says this okay. is how powerful i am with the magic I can use. This is another faction that can use magic. It's more of a healing magic than light magic at, with Teleme, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. But uh, okay. so more natural magic rather than like quote unquote heavenly magic. Correct, yes. And as soon as they they bond themselves to the land, they kind of get the title of Enol Manawi. Okay. Which kind of means they're linked to the land. They have a bond with the land, and this kind of allows them to transform when they meet a specific requirement that's not really told in the game, but it allows them to turn into a nadag. Like a spiritual animal type kind thing? Of. or Okay. This is kind of speaking a little bit of um, the Dresden series to me, because there's a, a character that shows up in, later in the series that is... It's a... It's similar in the fact that it's kind of a spirit kind of creature, but it's also tied very, very strongly to the land. But it's not a it's not a happy presence. It's kind of malevolent, at least in the Dresden books. But yeah, interesting. So these guys all have their different groups. Are they kind of um, divvied up by land? Are they kind of their clans are just by the area that they live in New yeah, Serene? Uh, well. New Serene isn't the continent. Tier is. New Serene is the okay. the colony for the congregation of merchants. Okay, so you have the old the old city or the old um, country being Serene, and the old continent that that lies on, and then you have this new grouping, this coming to quote unquote their America and the colony. Yes, it could be related to that. New Serene. Okay, gotcha breaking it up all right so you have these different factions or groups in the what did you call the continent again tier fruity t tier fruity in the game they don't t philippe yes yes another disney Uh reference but they don't keep Mm -hmm. a solid spelling in the lore which kind of drives me nuts but it's tier fruity yeah for the continent okay so they're there, and then you have the different groupings that are coming over. Why are they trying to expand over into this other area? Is it just purely to try to figure out how to cure the plague, or is there another reason? Well, if you want me to go into a little bit of light spoilers, I can, because... I think just maybe just like a slight yes, they're kind of doing that, or no, it's it's totally something else, and you get to listen to that at the advanced episode okay. kind of thing. So what I was... I just they, they have motivation for the Malachor, but uh, up until about 15 years ago from the starting point of the game, so 15 years mm-hmm. before all this kind of happens, uh, the island was completely secret. Nobody knew about it. Okay. Until a cer- few certain events happened, and then everybody's like, go into Tier 4D because the natives don't suffer from the Malachor. They don't even know what the Malachor is, so. Okay, interesting. And you go on a whole, I don't know if you call it a side quest, but you go on a quest to figure out why they have, like, no clue of what the heck the Malachor is. So this whole thing, there's magic and stuff involved, but there's not necessarily other creatures, is there? Or is it just purely based off of um, just kind of a, a light uh, fantasy world rather than a, are, a high fantasy like Tolkien? It, I would consider it a high fantasy because there are definitely interesting fauna and flora in this game. Okay. Um, I think I mentioned, I don't know when it was. It might have been in an earlier uh, Destiny episode where I just mentioned mm-hmm. in chat that I got curb stomped by one of the the nodags into into the ground like uh one of those mario characters don't even re- mm-hmm. but oh my gosh it yeah one of the the forms a nodag can take on is tree-like like an ent and 
they have this kind of like leap attack and pound you into the ground. It's it's annoying. Inset jump is kind of terrifying. But there's there's various forms of of nod eggs. Okay. And one particular one of... is very not safe for work, to say the least. If you look closely gotcha. enough, you can tell why. Gotcha. Just just a warning if you want to go look up what the nod eggs are that one of them yeah. So not necessarily a safer safer kiddos under a certain age kind of yeah. kind of game. If you're paying attention Besides to details whole... when in combat, yes. That's funny. Okay. So you have the the new the new world, the new land type area with the guys who are immune to the bad thing and the old world where everybody is semi sort of semi-harmonious but also not because the the teleme the tamales i'm just gonna give up Go the tamales it. are just um not nice and then you have I knew you'd come the around. other group i know your <laughs> self-satisfaction um so then you have the other group that is kind of fighting against them do they over in the new world do they continue to fight yes. in the different fa- factions that's so silly but i think it I, I i understand why they're doing it it's just like why you're in a new area it's, Can it's a little bit different of a to fight figure it out i, w- I would okay. say i mean it's still a war of ideas it's very more violent over on the new world on on tier 4d just because you know lack of communication in their colonies mm-hmm. it tends to get a little bit more violent gotcha there is shedding of blood to be certain Okay, so you have that still going on in the new area. Is there is there another um, reason for the new area to be awesome? Is it like more lush? Is there like agricultural thing or expansion, it's, it's, or is there? It is a lot more lush, just because. Okay. It hasn't seen the development that. Industrialized, yeah. gotcha. And is there any other major? areas cities uh markers that we need to kind of have an idea about before we start because we just so far have new serene and serene as the two primary locations so there's that we've two other about. ones two other locations uh for teleme you have san mateus and hikmet for the bridge alliance there's nothing for the knots because they settle down in whatever colony that pops up because they stick to the sea they don't settled down mm-hmm. minus the exception they're to the capital island they're kind of port yeah oriented rather than correct uh land oriented they gotcha. would not settle in a place that does not have access to the sea gotcha every time you when you said the mateus i had a flashback to anthem for a hot minute because there's a really annoying character named um mateus if i remember I correctly that is correct I picked that um, up. I picked no, that game up and then Mateus dropped it. Matthias or Matthias? It's Matthias. Matthias. It's Matthias. That's what it is. Man, yeah, he's annoying. Um, trying to think if there's anything else like world building wise. We have magic. We have um, mobs, mercenary type things. We have seafarer, p- pirate type characters, as well as uh, your normal merchant class and religious slash mystical and the group that's kind of scientific base that's still still fighting with some of these other groups is there anything else that i'm kind of missing on as far as like we have a little bit on the world and a little bit on the character groupings that's a pretty good summarization i would say okay well do we want to switch over to the advanced episode or close up this episode so we can prep for that one i'm game blue yeah i think that that sounds like a good one uh so let's do a quick round of shout outs for the introductory session so that being said Azrael, do you have any shout outs for this one um i have two one is to you guys for letting me come on and talk about this absolutely and then the second is actually to bungie for the new season of dawn trailer release i am super pumped mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm Saint 14, or are you super pumped for the teaser that there's possibly a SRL thing that got semi sort of teased? Totally Saint 14. I will. I told mm-hmm. Blue earlier 
that I I cried at that part when when they they mentioned State 14 coming back. I I I cried with excitement. Like I I shed tears okay. over that. I was like, this game has only made me do the, do that twice. One when Cade okay. kicked the bucket, so, and now State 14. Hmm. So here's a question for you, and this is more opinion since we don't have like a hard hard line on it yet. I've seen throughout the interwebs people super confused on what his accents is. Some people <laughs> say it's Greek. Some people say it's Russian. I don't know what the other ones are. What what do you think he's what do you, what accent? He do you is think he definitely is? Russian. That is my okay. opinion. He is full out Russian, and I love it. I am excited. I I am excited to hear more from him and just him. And um, I can't think of the name of the actor. I, the actor who plays Saint-14 and the actor who plays Osiris mm-hmm. playing off each other. Because I know that people get mad at the comic, but I still love the Saint-14 comic where they're having a conversation, I, a.k.a. fighting. Uh, yeah. I really hope that there's some, some banter between the two. Yeah. It'll be, be kind of fun. Uh, my shout-outs... My shout out mainly goes to you because I know I if you guys have learned anything this episode it's all on it's all on Azriel because this guy did a bang up job on the show notes and has been in contact with me for months at this point just making sure everything's just so for this so I appreciate how much work and how much dedication you had to just putting together a really good show for this one, because it it's going to show it's going to be a really good one for everybody to enjoy. And you did a great job. Thank you. It's go big and go big or go home for, for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Blue. Oh, well, you got it. I mean, I gave, like, I, I kind of gave a preemptive shout out at the beginning of the episode. Uh, and then, yeah, I agree. And I, I will double down on what you just said as well. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, I definitely, I appreciate the patience of the community and the amazing work of that Azrael's put in. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys, you don't realize how much that means to us, or at least to me, I'm, I'm pretty sure green would agree. Um, but it really does mean a lot and I, I appreciate it, but, uh, yeah. So until next time we will see you later and goodbye. With that, we'll begin to wrap the chat up. Thank you again to those over on Twitch for coming to spend your evening with us. If you'd like to join us for the live streaming of the episodes, please be sure to give us a follow over on twitch.tv slash focusedfirechat. Links to all our episode archives can be found at www.thelorenetwork.com. Please be sure to email us at focusfirechat at gmail.com with any comments and or questions for the team concerning the podcast. And let us know how we're doing by giving us some feedback and a rating over on iTunes as well. So until next time, focus your fire and may your light shine bright. Still no outro. I love it. No. Uh-huh. Never. Until next time. Do you time, keep this part goodbye. in? Goodbye. You, do you keep this part in? Do I? Uh, it t- it mm-hmm. depends. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't.